0: I think it's more beautiful, more powerful to have a vision because a vision is like all the senses are on fire and a vision, you have to like take care of the moments and the steps of the journey for a vision. You can't just show up, you know, like a goal is like, I want to check this off my list. A vision is I want to live it. Hey
1: everybody. And welcome to real pod. I'm Victoria Garrick, former D1 athlete and mental health and body image advocate. And I'll be your host. We've got awesome guests, weekly inspiration, and are bringing you the realest conversations about everything and anything. Now let's get real. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Real Pod. I could not be more excited for you to listen to this interview today because. We truly have one of the greatest volleyball players, honestly, arguably the greatest beach volleyball player of all time joining us today. It is Carrie Walsh Jennings. You know her. I know her. She's a household name. Carrie not only has one gold medal, not two gold medals, but she has won three Olympic gold medals. And this is in swimming. Okay, so she didn't win these all at one Olympics. Carrie did this thing over 12 years of Olympic feats and then added four more to that and won a bronze in Rio and then is adding four more to that on her hopefully way to Tokyo for the upcoming Olympics, not to mention the years and years of volleyball she played beforehand. So she's amazing. She also has three kids. She's married and she's a straight badass. I mean, I remember watching Carrie and Misty May Trainer as they played in their many Olympic games together. When I was in middle school, like a little child and I didn't even play volleyball yet. So to sit down with her and interview her was of as a volleyball player in honor and a total dream come true. Carrie could not have been nicer or more honest or more real. You're gonna learn so much, she's gonna share so much. So keep on listening to hear from the legend herself, Carrie Walsh Jennings. So excited to be here, so thrilled to be interviewing you. And I will admit, I'm a tad nervous. I mean, you're just an icon and all of your awards and your accolades. I guess the first thing I just want to ask you is, how do you feel when you think about everything you've achieved?
0: Oh, man. You know, I. Uh, the first thing I want to say is that I'm working on owning it mm-hmm. because I think it's beautiful and powerful. The second thing that I want to say that's more true right now is that like my old success – Um, makes me insecure okay? because it's old and I want it now. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to be winning now and I want that gold medal now in this era. Um, And so it's kind of two competing kind of thoughts in my mind. They both drive me. But what I'm working toward is really owning the whole breadth of my career. Like even when I was a little one, you know, because like I've I've grown up so much in the sport and there's so much to celebrate and the athlete in me is just like punishing me. (laughs) You know, for not being where I want to be now. So um anyhow. So when you of course. But I you know, I wanna own it and I want to push for more.
1: But when you look back, it feels distant for you. Like you can't pull confidence from that necessarily Um,
0: into now? No, I wouldn't say confidence. I think more like how rad. You know, like how special is that? And mostly it's like the feelings, you know, I don't remember. I mean, the accolades, whatever that like, it's like the love and the passion and the joy and the satisfaction that came from those experiences. Mm -hmm. But no, I wouldn't say confidence. No. So
1: then the insecurity, how does it affect you as you're approaching and practicing now?
0: It, I'm kind of, it's so funny. I was talking to my best friend on the way here and I'm like, you know what? I'm like super bipolar. So, and I've had, (laughs) I've had a couple podcasts lately and I'm like, Poor Victoria. <laughs> like, I'm just on one today. No, you know, but, I'm like you're going to get me in no, whatever mood I'm in. Give
1: me that because this uh, it's called Real it's Pod. Exhausting. We get so real here. Like the yeah? fact that we're just talking, we, like we've started insecurity. Bam. Let's go. Let's uncover it. <laughs> yeah. I want it all. Let's cry. Oh man. I know. Well,
0: I'm like on the verge, but no, oh, you know,
1: it's, I was up to a rough day.
0: No, it's been a great day. Like everything is wonderful. Life is beautiful. It's, Man, I don't even know how to put words to like how I'm feeling in my life like there's a lot of growth happening and a lot of change happening and certainly like I'm obsessed with winning right now like I'm obsessed with becoming the most dominant team I can be with Brooke and the most dominant athlete I can be so that obsession is like so fun because mm-hmm. I haven't had that for a couple of years um I was trying to like marry the family and the you know right. joy and but now I'm like no I'm going for your throat I'm going to win but i'm kind of overloading it too heavy on that side so i'm kind of angry and i'm frustrated and i'm agitated and i i want to transform that into passion and excitement and curiosity but right now there's so much change in my world like part of me is like you idiot you should you should know how to do this by now (laughs) the other part of me is like how fun room for improvement Um, but all of it is just kind of upsetting and unsettling right now.
1: I bet it's unsettling though. And there's so many anxieties that come with that when all you want to do is win and find out what happens and how you're (laughs) going to play. And that can't happen for a a while. No,
0: totally. (laughs) But like, I'm literally the whole point of having a goal is like the journey to it. Like, and I, I believe that with all my heart and I know whatever happens, I'm going to be fine. I try to believe that, but I'm like, winning would be nice. No, no. (laughs) I want to win like period. But I know that I'm not going to win. Um, or it won't be a satisfying win if I'm not taking care of my days my moments and like my heart, you know, like I have lived Olympic journeys where I literally was so focused on four years from today, what's going to happen that I literally almost lost everything and everyone closest to me. Like I've lived that. So I'm never going to go back there.
1: Which experience was that? Cause we've had many Olympics. <sighs> yeah, I know. I know.
0: <laughs> it's so fun. Um, that was after Athens going to Beijing, Okay, you know, and it's like, Athens was like literally pure joy. Like if I had to pick one word, it's like pure joy. And then it was like a total 180 in my mind and the way I frame things going to Beijing because I'm like, oh my God, we have to do this again. There's no excuses. Like we're just getting better, you know? And so it was so end result focused. It's beautiful to have a goal. I think it's more beautiful, more powerful to have a vision because a vision is like all the senses are on fire. And a vision, you have to like take care of the moments and the steps of the journey for a vision. You can't just show up. You know, like a goal is like, I want to check this off my list. A vision is I want to live it, you know? And so that's, I want to do this journey better than I've ever done before. And to me, that means like being able to find just the right balance of like mama mentality
1: mm-hmm. and mama mentality,
0: mama mentality. I becoming a mom made me so much braver. Like, really? yeah, like I would, I mean, this is so lame, but like, I like am super afraid of spiders and weird stuff. Oh my god, and, same. And I went to
1: therapy for it. Oh, did you? Really? Fun fact: I actually have never shared that because I don't want weird people to Wait. send me. I can't even go on to it. But yeah, spiders. No, thank
0: you. Okay, why well, the same thing for, with sharks? So maybe you can give me some therapeutic <gasps> tricks. But sh- like, but the second I had my child and our first kid, and um, there's a spider in the room, I'm like, not today. And I got all <laughs> brave, you know. So it's like I'm, I I'm braver. It for you. <laughs> yes, I will. I will. But um, I just want to marry the like I'm going for your throat with the joy of the process you know because sometimes when I want something so bad it's like I can't settle for less than the best
1: when you think about being so result focused was that just sacrificing
0: like relationships and close friendships to get that to Pete I didn't recognize it at the time but I think it was a lot of taking for granted my people and I love my people. Like I, I can't play volleyball unless I like I'm giving love and receiving love. And I'm so loved. It's crazy. And I would like write love letters to my husband and I felt so connected and I did this work, but it was all like, like you couldn't touch it. Cause I wasn't around, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And so, and when I was home, I was so focused on like training that I kind of just, I'm like, my husband gets it. I'm going for a gold medal. Like he's going to be okay with this. And same thing with my parents, you know, not that they were going to like fire me as their daughter so <laughs> new, yeah <laughs> but but We're you know up for it's adoption. like yeah but it's like you know like these are my people and I want to water and nourish those relationships and I just literally took those for granted and I we won and it was so rad for that long and then I'm like oh my god my world has my world has literally fallen apart
1: then you snap back to reality and you're like wait there's some problems totally there's some issues yes
0: yeah and you know our relationships are like they're in my life they're the best mirrors for me you know Mm -hmm. I've met three little children Joey, Sunnets, and Scout and I look at them and when I'm like like kind of being grumpy or when I'm being happy like they they model it back to me I'm Mm -hmm. like oh okay like that's like a like a real-time gauge of how I'm doing and then same thing with my husband you know it's like what I'm getting back is usually what I'm putting off and so I've learned so much from my relationships and that experience going to Beijing rocked my world and I think saved my marriage and we'll be married for 90 years because of it not that Mm. it's all smooth sailing now but we had that like moment you know
1: and your people are the only ones who can actually call you on your shit and what's wrong your people can say hey this has been an issue this has been that whereas people who aren't as close to us don't feel comfortable saying it so I think that's why I too value some of my relationships is they can say hey you've been doing this or you're not showing up here you're not yeah. good enough here the way you you committed totally. you would be to me
0: yeah well and those what beautiful powerful relationships and I feel like a lot of people don't have that. They have great friends, but they don't have that depth or that level of accountability where like, yeah, Yosis, like you're, you're falling short here and I love you. So I'm going to like shine a light on this, you know? And I think my husband is maybe the world champion at doing that. (laughs) I'm like, can you just get off me? You know, but he like, he knows and he knows what I want. He knows who I am. And if I'm falling short, he is brave enough um, and loves me enough where he can take the discomfort of me like, you know, being defensive or being angry with him to get me to a better place, you know?
1: So you go full throttle in this mission of I want another gold. I want to win. I want to be best in the world. And yeah. you sa- you make all these sacrifices. You realize it doesn't lead to happiness. You don't feel yeah. whole in it. How has that? How did that change the approach for the next times you went for that same feat of gold, but yeah. now you had to find this new balance? I could imagine it was hard because one way led you to win so no right how can we incorporate balance without fear
0: yeah i you know I, i'm still working my th- way through that and every olympic journey it's like i've lived my life in quadrennials you know every four years there's like this huge thing and um i i don't know i just think i keep growing you know into this person who who becomes capable of having the life of my dreams, you know, like my husband I, like I just said, like he holds me accountable, and we founded a company based on the minutes in the day, yeah. <laughs> you know, like time is precious, and I am not good with time management, and I give everyone so much sincerely, I love people, and I give so much and but the time that I give to my loved ones is less quality because I'm like I've given so much outside of me, so what i try to do is be mindful of my moments and my minutes you know there's 1440 minutes a day i want to own each one of them be present in each one of them i want to be deeply connected with myself and my team and my tribe you know my my husband my children my parents my siblings my partner my team um and i want to focus on what i want in my career which is to dominate you know so if i can marry those three it's beautiful and if i'm ever feeling wonky or like overwhelmed it's like okay something is not being serviced let me like take a moment and like look at my buckets and kind of address what's not being addressed you know
1: right and i'm curious to like just walk me through a day in your life i mean how are we incorporating training being a mother being a wife being a friend being a good partner
0: Man. doing things you
1: love to do and also the thing i think about in addition to that is how many professional beach volleyball players out there whose whose dream is also the olympics mm-hmm. who don't have who don't have kids who don't have a husband who don't have all those things that you have to juggle yeah. yet you still dominate them <laughs> oh well i want to dominate them
0: um well life is good just wherever you're at is where you're at you know and like the the kids who are growing up in the game the kids i mean everyone's a kid to me these days um like what a beautiful time in your life to be in your 20s to early 30s no children and you have this singular focus to be the best you can be like that there's something so beautiful and pure in that and then the next stage is when you get married and you have your children and you're doing both, you know, God willing, or if that's what they want, that's certainly what I wanted. Um, it's just a fully loaded plate and it's everything that I choose and it's everything that I love. And I'm a poop show most days. Like my my goal in life literally is like, I feel like I'm a Miss Universe contestant. Like I want inner peace. I mean, I want world peace, but I want inner peace. <laughs> world peace. So world peace, but I want it so badly because my, my life – is so fast paced and so chaotic kind of by design certainly by choice because I I'm inviting all of these things into my life but you can probably tell like I talk fast I run fast like same I'm girl. sweating right now same girl you know, like <laughs> I'm just hot and I'm always going um and so I just want to have the space within myself within the chaos to have peace up here so I can be responsive and not like you right. know, and I'm curious intense.
1: if that has something to do and I'm sure it does but For the past, like, two decades, you have sought to be the best in the world at your sport. So I can't imagine that you turn that off when it comes to being the best wife, being the best mom,
0: being the best friend.
1: And so, of course, I feel like that chaos and that restlessness
0: is going to feed in because you strive for the best. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, certainly, certainly. I want to I be the best I can be at everything, absolutely. You know, but I think the kind of dirty little secret is that when it comes to the people I love most who are closest to me, I can also let down my guard more. Mm-hmm. And so, like, my husband, like, th- maybe you'll understand this analogy or this um, story I'm telling, but, like, we would, like, after a long day, I'd go to hug him, and I would just kind of, like, melt into him. And at one point, he's like... Oh, what is this? Like you're like a wet noodle. He's like, give me a hug. I'm like, no babe, I'm like literally trying to like melt into you, into your pocket so you can protect me and hug me. And like, like you have me, like I'm like, this is my offering, but it's so funny how you can perceive those two things, you know? And so what I'm trying to say is that like, it's easier when I have a two hour practice, a hour and a half workout, hour and a half workout, mind training. And like, those are very focused activities. And then when you go home into your relationship, it's, it's less structured. You know, and so that's kind of where things can fall through the cracks because yeah, I'm tired. I've had three workouts today, right? You know, and this is my third interview, and all these things. Um, But my priority is truly my people, so that's why I think just being aware of even the way they're looking back at me to like, kind of catch myself in the moment be like, Carrie, you need to like suck it up right now. Who cares? You're tired. You know, your kids have nothing to do with your tiredness. Like give them the love and the energy that they deserve, you know?
1: Right. And I can also tell how competitive you are. Obviously I know that, um, in the sport of eyeball iconic for that, but even in the few things you've said so far is I want to dominate. I want to win. I want to win gold. And so I do, and I know that you don't love to do this or I don't know, but take us back to Rio and, Mm -hmm. and winning a bronze. Um, I'm just curious on how you view that now with everything you've been through and all the reflection,
0: how you look back on that. You know, I mean, like the, like kind of leading statement is what a beautiful opportunity Mm -hmm. Rio was. Like it was a really beautiful ride there with April. What a great girl. Like I had so much fun with April. Um, I feel like we had so much potential and we lived up to so much potential. We really did. Um, I feel like we were always this far apart from being like nails, you know, Um, just because of the way we're built. Like, you know, she's very built one way and I'm kind of the polar opposite, which could be the most powerful thing. And mostly it was, but I feel like um, we never bridged the gap. but like firmly, but that being said, to go through the gnarliest experience in my career with someone like April, who's so special, um, to like, why was it the gnarliest just because of the finish? No, because, well, no, it's like suffering. Well, like there were so many unknowns on the way. Like I had so many major (laughs) injuries, right? like pelvic, like fractures and my shoulder kept dislocating and surgeries and like all these things. And, like, those were almost easy compared to, like, the mental, you know, kind of warfare going on in between those things. And April was rad. She's just so steady. She's so task-oriented. She's kind of, She's. I don't want to, this to come off wrong, but she's a robot. Like, she's like, I'm here to win. I'm very tasked. I'm going to kick ass. Oh, she's awesome. I've yeah, her oh, She's a stud. Po- I was blown away. Yeah, she's rad. Yes. And the way she thinks about the game. And it's just – it's opposite of me. I feel like I'm just really nuanced and really emotional. More intuitive. And, yeah, totally. Like, if I'm thinking, I'm in trouble, you know? <laughs> but I say it was a gnarly experience experience Because for me, and I, I I actually have never heard April talk about this. Um, I'm sure she has, but it, it was like the biggest heartbreak I've ever suffered outside of losing a loved one outside of almost losing my marriage. You know, um, like it's up there with that, you know, and it, it's just a game and all that. However, like it's my life. You know, and I suffered such heartache and heartbreak because I had a shitty performance. Like, that was really hard. Like, there was a lot of shame involved, there was a lot of embarrassment. Like, my ego was like, what mm-hmm. <laughs> like who are you now you know um so to come back from that less than 24 hours later i was
1: just gonna say to, that yes. I mean, the biggest topic your life. yet you come back and you do yeah meddle.
0: no so that's the most beautiful opportunity in right. that um you know thank god <laughs> thank god we won the bronze because that i could have like i don't know like been under a rock still i don't know <laughs> but it was an opportunity to literally like live how i aspire to be you know like i can get punched in the face and i can get back up and i can f up and have total accountability and and be brave enough to keep putting myself out there, you know, and stay connected to my partner. And um, and we did that, and I did that, and I was part of that. You know, I, I was the reason we lost, and I was part of the reason we won, and our team was amazing, and we just were really gritty. We were very, very gritty. And so to be able to, like, have the level of, I guess, character or persistence or whatever integrity that exists within a human to suffer major heartbreak to like pull yourself up by the bootstraps and then go and go all in again um, and triumph. It was a beautiful, beautiful opportunity. And I think it had to happen. I do, I just, I think my, my soul was calling for more growth and <laughs> humility. And I honestly think I would have retired after Rio and I would have retired prematurely. You know, um, that this is no, I didn't lose on purpose. <laughs> like Fine. F that. Right, but right. you know what I'm saying? Like I'm really a firm believer that like we invite experiences into our lives so we can grow through them. And this could have been one of those for me.
1: Right. And we talk about the word humility and it interests me because when you have won three goals in a row, especially that third one, which was just amazing with everything that you guys fought back to to get there. Did you feel a sense of, oh, like we are so dominant? Not that you you don't have to go as hard, but just this -mm. this extreme confidence. Or did you feel almost way more pressure because of the legacy?
0: No, dude, it's... I don't even think about that. Like it's, it literally, I heard someone say this, my, my previous successes make me insecure. Like Toto Wolf, he's a, he's a Formula One driver. And it, it resonated so deeply when he said it. I'm like, yeah, that's fucking it. Cause it's not about that. Mm -hmm. Like it's not, it's about now, (laughs) you know? So if I'm leaning on that too much, my gosh, you know? So it was just, Like with April, we had gone through so much as a team and I got, like I said, injured pretty aggressively and I had to lean on her heavily and she carried this huge weight and she was so amazing and it brought us closer. Um, And that was like the beautiful part of the journey with with me and April, I feel like, because we went through so much and we, 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 we went through it holding hands and, um, whatever we finished with the bronze and we won the bronze, you know, like it was beautiful. Um, I don't know where I'm going with this, but you know, it's just, it was a beautiful process and I'm glad it's done and it's going to serve its purpose. And I want to honor that experience by allowing it to elevate me to new confidence. Cause I did suffer the humility. Um, what I framed as humility, but I suffered a lot and I had to look in the mirror and I had to go deep. I still haven't watched the match, which I have to do because I just need you to still have, not watched I it. haven't.
1: Wow. I haven't. I know. I what feel you on that. It's, it's cringy. Like, you know, it's dark, totally. it's scary.
0: It's, <laughs> Well, yeah, but you know, everything in the unknown is scarier than when you look at it. And I know that I just haven't done it yet. So I just know that that happened for a reason. And I'm going to make it for a positive reason, you know, to kind of propel myself. And now with Brooke to greatness, Um, you know, humility and vulnerability is they're beautiful, powerful traits to have. And I have that and Brooke has that. And um, we want to kind of live in that space to have it drive us to greatness but also kind of accept and allow the powerful women and powerful athletes that we are. You mm-hmm. know, I really like the yin and the yang thing. I want it to be equal. And whatever is the right equation to make it most powerful, that's what I want, you know.
1: And I actually it's funny, I was going to ask you if you had won gold in Rio, would you have retired and you just said you would have prematurely. So. But along with that, did you when you first started your career, think you would be doing it this long?
0: No, Victoria, I don't even think about, (laughs) like my life, it seems very linear and I guess it has like, you know, High school, college, national team, beach—like it's all seems well, one pretty thing linear, April told right? But
1: she feels like she's always lived her life in fours. No, High exactly. School, college, I mean, yeah.
0: no, I know it's crazy, and there's so much growth that happens in those four. Years. There's so much life it's that's funny lived. That you have that, and then two fours. I know, fours I know. In. Well, four, four, four. I know. That means angels are around. <laughs> I know you know, um, no, I just, so my, my point is I've, I i do not think about what's next. I really don't like I'm, I'm, I'm where I'm at. I'm very happy to be there. It's all a choice and I want to make the best of it. And my life keeps unfolding because I really believe, and my goal is always to live my life. Honestly, if I'm in a, like a, a funky place or in a bad situation, I want to try to make that great. And if I can't, then I will, exit (laughs) and something else will come but I'm always going to follow my heart I'm going to do my best to make the best of any situation and just keep carrying on so with my partners with my Olympic journey with just my life in general my life is unfolding and I'm excited about the unfoldment I'm not trying to control it I'm trying to allow it because I don't want to limit my like my dreams are big and beautiful but I don't want to be limited by my dreams like God and like the universe is so so much more planned for me Mm -hmm. you know so I want to leave space for all that magic too
1: and when you mention mental warfare and mental toughness and all the grind that this has taken, I'm curious how that played a part in your early career. Because nowadays, I mean, we talk about Michael Gervais, we talk about high performance, we talk about mm-hmm. mental health. It's so a part of the game. Yeah. Whereas, you know, way back when, it wasn't as prioritized. How has that affected your play?
0: Well, A, it has to be part of the game now because it's just, it's like the 365, 24-7 culture. You know, it's like there's no escape from the world today. And if, if like children weren't being advised in mindfulness practices, if, if I didn't have my morning meditation or my tools that Gervais is giving me, I'd be effed. <laughs> like I'm a, I'm like a bat case already. So to not have that, it would be a nightmare. So but when I was growing up in the sport, like it was, it was just pure. Like I was playing for the love of the game and to like, for s- personal satisfaction and to be with my people. You know, but now kids are like trying to get scholarships when they're 10 and they're being like told to choose a sport and to right. choose their specific position in the sport when yeah. they're 10. There's
1: no young joy anymore no. or funness. It's
0: crazy. Yeah. You know, and it was so interesting. I, my, my boys, uh, Joey and Sundance, they're 9 and 10. They just started playing like development volleyball and um, like, No pressure. No, no, I know, but no, it's just like as, mo- <laughs> it's, as minor as it gets. Like practice once a week if you can make it and there's four tournaments no one has ever played (laughs) you know but i go and i watch these kids play and i always forget like how technical our game is especially the indoor game well beach too but indoor there's you know six people like you have to like stay in your lane you're supposed to put this ball here and then like set someone up like and it's just i think about these kids and just how much crap is being thrown at them and so much input from everything and sports used to be like an escape And now it seems like part of the problem, you know? So anyhow, I would love for the entire world to meditate (laughs) or just to have some quiet time, you know, whatever that is, um, time to talk to God, to listen to God, to talk to yourself, to your higher self, to just daydream. Like, I feel like that's missing in the world. And um, Gervais has given me the permission to do all of that in a powerful way. You know, like the vision quest that I'm on, like he is helping me to like fill out the sensory aspect of it. You know, what do you want it to sound like in Tokyo? What do you want to feel like on the way? You know, what does your best feel like and look like? And, you know, the taste and all these things. And, um, you know, I it's just a gnarly world today. But it's, it's because of the fact that we can control – only certain things in life and our focus is one of them, you know, in our time, even though we feel like we, our time is like not our own, we, c- we can take control of the reins in the, in our focus and our time. And if we can encourage everyone and lead by example to make time every day, just to be at peace. Um, I think, you know, that allows for a kind of the rat race and for the challenges of the nonstop world.
1: How do you incorporate mindfulness, meditation, all of these things into your daily
0: practice routine? Mm-hmm on the route to Tokyo. Yeah, well, I'm up every morning and I'm meditating. Um, On my good days, I'm up at 4.30. Wow. I have a 5.45 workout uh, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. And so that's easy to get up on the Tuesday, Thursdays when I don't have that workout. It's a little bit harder. But I wake up before my kids um, just so I can have at least 20 minutes of quiet time, you know, before I kind of get going because they're just relentless (laughs) from the go. They're the cutest things in the world. Um, Before practice, I have a moment, you know, um, on the sand, looking at the horizon, you know, kind of saying thanks to God and connecting with myself and setting my intentions. Um, and then throughout the day, you know, it's just, it's breaths here and there. Um, you know, I read a lot of inspirational stuff. I'm reading a lot of spiritual stuff and that seems to give my soul peace. I know. Peace. I love your
1: Instagram, all of your oh, quotes yeah. and your
0: reposts. I, I follow some amazing people thank you. Um, yeah, nothing is original, which kind of makes me insecure, (laughs) but what the hell is original in life? But, um, but no, I'm so I I really am consciously surrounding myself, whether it's in our home, in my bedroom, in my car, like my, my social feeds, like I have inspiration and light all around me. And so part of my mindfulness practice is that, you know, if I'm going to tune into Insta, like there's no darkness, there's no drama. It's like light and what I should be focusing on, you know? Um, But just moments throughout the day just to take a breath, you know, to like look at that, you know, butterfly flying by and appreciate it kind of stuff like that.
1: Are you good at cutting out toxic things or like bad relationships or any negative
0: vibes? You know, uh, what a question. I am, uh, I don't have too many, I don't have I don't (laughs) have that vibes in my life, I don't think. You know, I, I'm very, very loyal um, I love that. That's one of my I, favorite yeah. values in a person. Oh, it's, it's pretty special. And when my people are going through stuff, it's like, I am so imperfect and I've lived so much life where I'm like, I've been there. I know you're being an asshole to me because of this. Like I, I can accept it. Um, however, there's been times in my, in the business side of my career where I have let people walk all over me trying to see where they're coming from. And it's like last years and years. My husband. Vegas, he's got a radar on like day one, you know, and I don't. I grew up in a bubble in a bubble, and so I just unicorns and all these things. Like I just think everything's great, and um, so it takes me a while to be like, okay, this isn't okay. Like my boundaries have been crossed. This is not a give and take. Um, but I give people a lot of chances, and I've I have all the darkness in my life has been self induced. You know, it's because I either choose to live in the misery, I choose to focus on it. Like I, this morning, I was talking to my kids, I was like, you guys. Driving to school, I was like, You guys, mommy's kind of gnarly right now. Like, I help, help me get out of this funk that I'm in. And Joey's like, S- Go see a therapist. <laughs> and uh-huh. I was like, Thanks, Joe. That's probably right. Scotty's like, Mommy, you should just smile more. And then Sundance goes, I go, Babe, Sundance, what do you think? And he goes, Mommy, just don't focus on what's stressing you out. <laughs> and I'm like, Exactly. Like, because what we focus on Aww, is magnifying so in our life. Like, how wise are they? So
1: wise. You know, they seem like some great kids.
0: They're like, it's it's unbelievable how special they are. Like, my God.
1: And with everything that we've been discussing, you seem to immediately take accountability for whatever it is. Oh, I didn't play well. Oh, <sighs> I'm not being my best self. Yeah. Or this was gnarly. Have you always been someone that will be the first to step in and say, it was me?
0: I hope so. I hope so. I think sometimes in my, like the hardest part for me to do that, I think is like with my relationship with my husband, you know, cause it's like, I take everything so personally. I'm like, but you did this and like, whatever, <laughs> you know, but I'm getting better at that. And I think that I do do a good job of saying sorry when I need to say sorry. Um, but yeah, I was raised with that. Like my dad's like, Carrie, no one wants excuses. Like, don't, <laughs> we don't have time for that. Like if you messed up, own it and carry on and then you'll get over it faster, you know, and I never want to be a victim. And I feel like when you take accountability, then you own the situation and then you can glean stuff out of that situation, your mistake or your failure, whatever it is, you know? So I think that's powerful.
1: In your partnerships, like Brooke, Misty, April, is that one of the strengths that you bring to the table is we're not going to blame the sun. We're not going to blame this. We're going to oh, just gosh. own it. Yeah. What is the biggest thing that you've brought to each of your partnerships?
0: I hope my heart, you know, I hope my relentlessness and my belief in the team, um, I think those are, you know, the intangibles, like stuff that's really not quantifiable. You know, I, I, I'd be so curious if you talk to all of them because I'm exhausting. <laughs> like I'm relentless in my love. I'm relentless in like wanting to know how they're doing and like share your life with me. And it's so funny. All three of those women you just mentioned, Misty, April, Brooke, like they're, I love them all so much. And they are all so fucking quiet <laughs> like i don't know what's going on in their lives they don't share and when i ask they get quieter you know so like with I mean, misty you're like i want
1: to cry together at a
0: sleepover before we play i tomorrow. Don't know. i just want to know what's up you know yeah. like i just want to connect and i'm an sharer and i think it's because i want to spill that f- i want to i just want to feel connected to my people mm-hmm. you know so um but i mean fuck it's like the relationship part of my life is so rich and so meaningful. And that's why I'm able to keep like fighting my, for my dreams on the court is because I love these women and I love like they, each of them have required me to become something better and different. And they're helping my personal growth. They're helping me chase my dreams and we're doing it together. And the together part of it is my favorite part. It's hard because yeah. we're all different beasts, you know, and we all have different vocabulary and different love languages and yeah. different like expressions of what fired up look like looks like what's scary looks like all these things
1: that how they how their self-talk is how they want to talk to you when the game is hard when the game is easy yeah um I was just gonna ask you oh you have just been so open and vulnerable I mean since the moment we sat down and I don't know what I was expecting but I think when you talk to someone who has accomplished what you have which has essentially never ever been done before I don't know you would think that that person feels almighty or like they know oh. everything or they have it figured out. And it's really cool to see you saying how there's still so much to learn, still so much room to grow. Have you always
0: been so vulnerable? Uh, I don't know. Victoria. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I mean, certainly in my adult life, I want to say yes, because it's like everyone is so kind to me and I just, I want people to know my flaws and love me in spite of them. You know, like, do you like, do you see this pimple? Like, do you hear my fast talk? Like, am I stressing you out? Like, I'm sweating right now. Like, I feel like if I got all this shit out of the way, you'd be like, okay, she's normal. Right. Now we can, like, get down to it. You know, like, that's how I leave. Do you?
1: (laughs) Yeah. I was like, okay. Um, I feel like we're so, we're so similar. I mean, I feel like I'm trying to keep it cool just because
0: I don't want to blow this interview. You're, you're you're amazing. (laughs) No, well, I'm not. And that's so kind of you to think that, but no, I'm, I'm nervous every day and I'm just, I mean, we're all so human and the the life is so beautiful. And like the purpose of life is just to, to live it and to grow and become. And, um, and I'm just, I like, I I'm powerful. I know a lot of shit. I've lived a lot. Um, And yet I know nothing. (laughs) There's so much more to live and all these things. And what I know pales in comparison to what I don't know. And that to me kind of takes the pressure off. And it also inspires me for more, you know, because I can learn. And I'm a worker and I love these things.
1: There's so much pressure right now, I feel like, from social media and from people who are successful to know everything. I feel like the big voices right now are like, they know everything. They have the answers. They do it perfectly. And so... I was talking, I think, with my mom about this the other day. It's like, I have to remind myself, okay, you're a 22-year-old girl. Like, oh, if puppy. you mess up the interview, or if you don't know something, I mean, you you're, you you are don't know. Like, you haven't had enough no. time. It's okay. But, yeah, I feel like the notion is, like, we should know. Or if you win three gold sure. medals, you should be confident and never have any insecurities. Yeah, right?
0: your problems are all solved forever. Right. <laughs> Wait, so what does messing up an interview look like?
1: Um, messing up an interview is just, I... I put a lot of pressure on myself to get the best from you. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily like I've said something wrong or I messed it up. It's just was I present enough and comfortable enough that I let this person okay. really open up. Got and it. I can listen back and, and tell if they felt that way or if... But some nuts are I harder to crack, yes, right? but Have so, you had people like that? I try not to bring them on the show, to be honest. Oh, I like, bet. If people want to come on, strategy. I'm like, it's, I'm like, it's real pod. So I'm like, it's not yeah. fake pod. It's not surface level pod. Yeah, you're coming on. Like, yeah. I want to go there. Yeah. So that's one thing I try. But at the same time, like, it's on me to to guide the combo, make sure you feel safe and.
0: Yeah, you can't answer for them, but right. you can go deeper and peel back the layers. I think that's beautiful. But you know, the kind of the the thought that people can only meet you at the depth that they're at with themselves like oh, that's that. right. And that should ideally take the pressure off, you know? And like for me, like some people don't have reps in expressing how they're feeling, you know? And that's not a bad thing. It's just their reality. And like, I've had a lot of fucking reps. So like I can't <laughs> shut up about it almost, you know, to the opposite extreme, <gasps> so you know? Funny. So it's like, and I think about like Misty, April, Brook, and that's not their comfort zone. And that's not their go-to is to express how they're feeling, you know? And, and so anyhow, it's just, it, it what a beautiful kind of experience to experience both sides of the spectrum and all the colors of the rainbow within the human personality, you know, and you're interviewing people and trying to get the best out of them. And you're, ge- you've been doing amazing by the way, oh, but you just, you ask a question and then you give space for them to answer and that's right. up to them. No, right. You for can't sure. mess it up for sure. You can't mess it up. You're too sweet and you care too much. <laughs> you know. Thank you.
1: I, I appreciate that coming from you. And I feel like when I think of I resonate with what you're saying about being really open and being really vulnerable. I pride myself on being the same way, but I found that at least when I was playing volleyball at USC, like, yeah, I was talking about anxiety, depression, all those things Mm -hmm. and eating disorder. It was almost like, I felt like if I said it out loud, it would be real. And so talking about like, Uh. Oh, I get really anxious and serve receive okay, but you're the USC libero. Like you shouldn't get anxious and service. Yeah. And so it's like, I wouldn't want to say that out loud because I don't want to almost acknowledge it. But then I let it fester and live inside totally. me for so long that yeah. it's now, now it's eating me alive. Totally. Oh, a hundred percent. Well, and in-
0: yeah, I understand that because I don't want to put anything in the universe and like expand it. You know, that's right. negative, really. But it's like when you're in a team environment, like the gift of the team is that you can lean on the team. And um, like I, there were so many moments in my career where like I'd look over and Miss, be like Miss, I'm nervous, really. <laughs> you know, like literally the first match I ever played with April, I'm like, "Abe, like I am so nervous. I'm like my butterflies are going crazy, and she goes, "You should name them." And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, you should name your butterflies. She's like, you should name them victory. Um, and like, what a beautiful, powerful way to, to step up for me who expressed a vulnerable thing. I don't want to be nervous. You mm-hmm. know, I don't want to be these things, but I am. Um, but that's like, that's the juice of life is when you can lean on your people. You right. know, and it took me 30 years to learn how to lean on people. Um, and I feel like in college, yeah, you don't, you know, you don't want to raise your hand and say, I'm going through these things, but you're not the only one. And if you w- did have the courage to raise your hand, you would, people would be like, oh yeah, I'm living the same thing. You and know?
1: just letting those emotions surface and cherishing them because they're your truth sure and then it's like a beautiful thing like yeah. oh i'm nervous and i'm anxious but i'm so excited and i'm hopeful and i have no idea how this is gonna go and how freaking
0: cool is that yes well and then you can reframe it it's it's really powerful to me like when i hear myself speak i'm like ooh, i sound like a victim i'm gonna take that out of my vocabulary You're, or i'm gonna frame this situation a different way because then i can own it you know what i'm saying so when i talk about like being nervous now i'm like oh my body's awake i'm excited. You know, and even that just little flip of like vocabulary is more powerful. Right. You know, so kind of when you speak to your fears, when you speak to the darkness, um, it allows the light to come in.
1: Having played volleyball for such a long time, do you still show up to practice and seek a new technique or a fundamental Uh, or are you at a point where you're just like i know how to play the game it's just keeping healthy
0: dude i feel like i'm being dissected (laughs) you still are like oh my god well i literally am being dissected by like Um, what a coach or uh, well my husband's my coach he's one of my (laughs) new coaches and then we have q a day he's a brazilian um so i have two new coaches and we're just changing things change like literally victoria like End of last year, my husband started coaching Brooke and I, and he's like, Carrie, where are you trying to pass? I was like, what do you mean? I'm trying to pass in my forms. He's like, but where is like your sweet spot? And I'm like, right here. He's like, you're passing. He's like, you're passing everything literally on the one inch above your wrist. He's like, pass higher. And I'm like, hold up. <laughs> I almost—I was like losing my shit I'm like you mean that for 30 years I've been passing the ball right here when I should be passing here <laughs> and it was like that's like the epiphanies I'm having after 30 years of playing but this game if
1: I were you I would literally be like no thank you I'm gonna keep it the way Dude, I did well, when I won three gold medals no no I
0: know but like no because I know it's wrong and I know it's like
1: so you're still learning
0: so much. Like my husband's changing my approach and I want to shoot him, but he's making I'm it sorry, better. I'm you're
1: changing your platform and yes. your coach I'm getting, I'm feeling it for you. Thank <laughs> you. It's
0: hard and it shouldn't be hard, but change and growth is hard. It's so uncomfortable. And like, I, I have never pushed back harder on a coach than I do on my husband. And he's a, he's lived it. Like, and he's like considered a little guy. We're the same height. He's a little guy. And he was like the giant killer. Right. Like my husband is dope and he, Jedi ball control, I would say best in the world. And he just knew how to chop down giants. And I want that with my six, two plus body, mm-hmm. you know, and all the wisdom I have. And so he, I asked him to coach me because I want to, I want his wisdom and I want him to share his knowledge with me and to make me better. And I want to win this fucking gold medal and I need to change. Cause yeah. you know, I, that was so four years ago <laughs> that right. got me a bronze, <laughs> you know, like the Things world change, is very yeah. physical, you know? And I just want to keep like the best, the best, the best, even in like the animal kingdom, like are the adapters. You know, and the people who adapt and evolve. And I want to be one of those people forever. Do you credit that to why you've been able to be so successful for so long? I think it's part of it, you know. Um, But I, I mean, the hugest part is, I think, the love, the inherent love for the game. And like, I just love it. I keep growing and learning and I like my favorite thing in the world is to feel like I'm improving at something, you know, and learning something and it's given me that. But um, no, I think my, I know my success has come because I've been around rad people who see me, who celebrate me, who allow me to be vulnerable, who empower me, who I ideally do the same. And you know, they're rad and together we become magic so that the success has come from the team Um, and really valuing the, the connection of the team. You know, like Mm -hmm. Misty would say zero words to me, but we had a deep connection, you know, and we had a fight for it because we had uncomfortable times. And same thing with April, like, and Brookie, it's like we, I, I fight for a level of depth within my partnerships, my relationships, because to me, that's what life is all about. That's what gives me joy. And that allows me to confidently navigate the stress on the court, the stress in life is if I, if I if i know my people know me and i know my people below the surface area then i can get through anything with anybody, you know?
1: Did you approach all of those olympic games as i have one shot, like we have one shot or in the back of your mind were you thinking oh I, but i can go to the next one and oh. I, to follow that up knowing this is the last one. So, fun. does that change
0: the way you think about it? No. <clears throat> no, you know there's like, April and my and me, I, we were winning. You know, it was just such a shock to lose. It was like, <laughs> what? What? Like, I thought we were the best team in the world. Like, we made every Sunday. Like, all the entire, maybe last two years or the entire year, I think, for sure. Like, we were rad and amazing. And we had beat the team. We lost to so much. So, to lose was so confusing to me. Um so much growth opportunity there. But like going into all of them, it's like, no, we got to do it. Like we did the hard work of getting there and now we can go and play free ideally, you know? And so going into Tokyo, in my head, Victoria, it's done. We've qualified. We're a top four team qualified in the world and we've won the games. And now I just got to become the player who goes and does that. You know, so it's like an interesting like.
1: So you don't feel like this
0: pressure. No, this I. Your it's, last chance. No, fuck it, man. I I have lived my worst nightmare. I mean, I guess I wouldn't. I wasn't say I'd live my worst nightmare and losing on the world's biggest stage. I have like that was right, you, a you nightmare. Survived. Totally, got better, and it made me a better person. And la 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 la, all these real things. So worst case, we don't qualify. I mean, I will be so bummed and so pissed and so heartbroken, but life goes on. Um, Second worst case, we go and, you know, we do what we do, but don't get a medal. I mean, that's why the moments and the journey there are so important. And that's where life is at anyway. It's not on the top of the mountain that you're there for one second, Mm -hmm. you know. So, no, I'm excited. I'm pumped. Like, I'm pumped this is my last one. I'm pumped to win a gold medal. I'm pumped to just try to win a gold medal. I'm pumped to try to qualify. And I have so much faith in myself and in our team that it's just, we're coming, you know, with all of our hearts and all of our faith, you know,
1: do you even think about after the games, regardless of placement, just like the future for you, or are you just, I'll get there when I get there.
0: Well, it's all happening, you right. know, I mean, you
1: have your company. You have it's so limited. Yeah. Yeah. So no. there's security in that.
0: I mean the life of an entrepreneur I
1: don't know how much
0: security is there. I, I get you I'm Holy here with shit. my boyfriend producing no, I this know podcast know you're you're so cute. no I know like and I have so much respect for like the people who like have a dream and who are you know, like whatever, doing what it takes to realize it, like what a beautiful, powerful thing you're doing. Like it takes courage and cajones and money and (laughs) sacrifice and focus and everything that's required to do anything great in life, you know, it is required. But no, I don't think about what's next. I, when I do think about what's next, there's nothing but excitement, you know, like I really want to retire from the Olympic stage feeling satisfied, like satisfied, you know, like just happy. Like I gave it my all. What a beautiful career and I want to fucking win. If that doesn't happen, I still want to leave satisfied.
1: You just, so what will give you the satisfaction? Just knowing you played your best volleyball. Um,
0: yeah. Like, yeah, I think just, like to me, success is like a job well done. Um, like that you've done with all your heart, you know, and for Brooke and I, For us together to leave there satisfied is like we busted our asses. We were open to change. We grew together and we took on the world and, you know, whatever. That'll feel good. That'll feel really, really good. You know, I'm not going to judge myself um, whether we win or lose. Like I'm going to, yeah, I don't know how to answer that question. It's hard for me to say I know it's all going to work out. I'm going to be fine either way and to not say but I want to fucking win. Like I do. But um, it's all gonna be good either way because I'm gonna I'm gonna do my I'm gonna give it my all, and that's all I can do. You're so
1: inspiring. Oh, I want to go like oh, run I'm a such marathon a poop now. Show. <laughs> oh, you're so
0: funny. Have you read the Four Agreements?
1: Uh, yes, I have. Okay,
0: so for five years it was like read me, read me, and I read the first page. And I was like, oh my god, no, I'm not ready. And then I read it at the end of last year, and it was so powerful to me. Mm-hmm. You know, um, okay, you need to correct me if I'm wrong, but. Be impeccable with your word, right? Which is like, speak to what you want. Obviously don't lie. Speak the truth. Um, One of them is always tell the truth. Be impeccable with your word. Always tell the truth. Be impeccable with your word. Take nothing personal, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, What is the third one? Don't make assumptions. Don't make assumptions. Don't make assumptions. That's three. No, and number four is just do your best. Oh yeah. Do your best. Yes. Okay. Sorry. So uh, those are uh, the truth goes with. with your word. Yes. So those four things are very powerful. So if I could live my life and this journey, certainly to Tokyo with those four agreements, um, I'm going to be a happy girl. Aww. I'll be a satisfied girl. I love that. You know, cause I can control those things. Yeah. I can't really control any other outcome, any, anything else, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, and I wanted to say, so Kobe, I don't know if you saw my necklace. my daughter, my necklace. So, and then just the clip you put up of you guys on stage together. Like he has my heart forever. Um, and it's so cute. That little interaction that you guys had that you posted, like sent me on down this rabbit hole of like watching just him talk about life. And to me, it's like the mama mentality, but it's like, like, no, it's Kobe. Like I think everyone at the end saw Kobe for being the amazing human he is. And he's so affecting in the most beautiful way. And you gave him the chance to speak to something so important through his wisdom. And I was so grateful for that. And then the rabbit hole that you sent me on from that. I'm
1: glad that you just brought him up because when you mentioned Mama Mentality in the beginning and then you mentioned that you didn't watch your film, Kobe once oh. in an interview no, you've I heard this where right? he no, no, told I know. her to watch the film yes I of know the game they that right now
0: has to be a reason for you to go home and watch the game no it's true I know well Gervais like do you want me to watch with you and I'm like eh, kind of I feel like you I can't, can't kind of... go into Tokyo without watching it no right? I agree I 100% agree no I know no uh, yeah I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> there's so many things to say but no yeah it's Life is good. The journey's fun. I mean, I know I'm not you and I can't like tell you this, but I feel like once you go there, it's not going to be as painful as you think it is. A hundred percent. No, it's like my kids are afraid of the boogeyman. I'm like, just turn on the lights, look under the bed. You're fine. (laughs) Right. It's like the boogeyman is nothing. Right. And yeah, so I will watch that film and um, I'm excited to learn from it and to let it go. Mm -hmm. You know, I just want to transform whatever insecurity, whatever, whatever negative came from that because there's so much positive. I just want to transform it to even more rocket fuel for the future. immediate future and for the future for my whole life so that's the plan well thank you so much and
1: I really appreciate everything you shared today you're just so freaking cool and Uh, like yeah this was a dream interview so I really appreciate it If you enjoyed today's episode of Real Pod with Carrie Walsh Jennings, make sure you rate and subscribe this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And if you loved Carrie, which I'm sure you did, make sure you follow her on Instagram for her daily wisdom. Her username is at Carrie Lee, L-E-E, Walsh, and you can follow her in her pursuit of the Tokyo Olympic Games. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate it. I love all your support on the Instagram and with the podcast. I'm so glad you keep coming back and listening. Thanks again to Carrie for spending time on the podcast today. That was so awesome of her. What a badass. Rooting for her, wishing her the best of luck, and I'll see you guys next week.